Welcome to Friendship with God. Today, Tom Cantor will continue teaching us from Exodus on the importance of God's name, I Am, and how it's shown throughout the Bible. This message is available for free download at friendshipwithgod.org. Now, before our teaching program begins today, Tom Cantor wants to encourage you this month to witness to your lost Jewish friend. Now, we all have lost Jewish people that are around us. Maybe there's a doctor, a lawyer, a businessman, a friend, a neighbor, a co-worker, someone that's Jewish but needs to be reached with the gospel that we know indirectly or directly. Now, Tom Cantor wants to send you a free gift of his life story on DVD and a booklet to help you reach that lost Jewish friend. But Tom Cantor wants to go a step further. He wants to personally pray for your lost Jewish friend that needs to be reached with the gospel with this free gift that you're going to give them or have sent to them. Now, you can have this free gift sent to them by going to friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Fill out the online form at friendshipwithgod.org. And we'll send you that free gift. But in the prayer or note section there, include your friend's name and information. And Tom Cantor will personally pray for them so that when we mail you that gift, you'll know that prayer is behind that gift that's free that you're going to deliver into their hands or that's going to be sent to them. So we want the name of your lost Jewish friend that we can pray for them so they can be reached with the gospel. But you've got to contact us today by filling out our online form or calling us at 1-800-247-3051. That's 1-800-247-3051. Get this free gift sent to your lost Jewish friend or have it sent to you to give to them, and Tom Cantor will personally pray for you. Again, friendshipwithgod.org or one 800 Now here's Tom Cantor with today's teaching. See what he says in Deuteronomy 4-7 where Moses said to Israel, What nation is there so great who hath God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? We have many things that we call upon and we should be calling upon God for many things. We get into our car before we were smart, before we even start that engine. We say, Lord, it's dangerous out there on those roads. We just read just, uh, well, just yesterday, a a Honda Accord is driving in Poway and a a fire truck comes along and just smashes that car, kills everybody into a, a pole, power pole, barely put a dent on the fire truck. Lord, I don't know what's out there, but you do. Lord, Lord, I need you to be my protection. I fill in the blank check now. I am your protection. I receive you now as my protection. And God says, this is makes the nation of Israel, the Jewish people, he says, God said to Moses, said to him, what nation is there so great? Who has God so near to them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? Not just the one thing, but all things. That's the beauty of the blank check I am, because it can be all things, anything you can put in there. Psalm 50, verse 15, God says, Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. So God says, when you see the day of trouble, as Israel did in many times in their history, and you see the day of trouble, he says, Call upon me. Fill out that check. I am. Call upon me to be your deliverer. I will deliver you. I am your deliverer. Receive me then as your deliverer. And then, after that happens, it says, Thou shalt glorify me. Talk about how God delivered 
tell others. Because as we do, it will give them confidence and they'll fear and put their trust in the Lord. Many shall see it, as David said, and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Now, he says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I am your strengthener. I receive you, Lord, as my strengthener. I can do all things now with your strength. Jeremiah 10.23, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It's not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Lord, I have no idea the decisions that I should make, the direction that I should take in my life, this way, that way. I don't know. And that's what Jeremiah is saying, that in man, the way of man is not in himself. It's not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Lord, be my director. Fill it in. I am your director. I receive you now as my director because I don't have this knowledge to direct myself in the right way in myself. Psalm 37, 23, it says, The steps of a good man are ordered, one, two, three, by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Lord, I need you. I am the orderer of your steps. I receive you as the orderer of my steps. Lord, order my steps so that you can delight in my way. It says in Psalm 118, 14, The Lord is my strength and my song and my salvation. We need in life strength. We don't have strength. We're weak in ourselves. And Paul says it's a good thing. He says, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Why could Paul say that he's strong? Because he's not looking at his strength. He's looking at God's strength. He's relying on this verse, Psalm 118, verse 14, where it says, the Lord is my strength. That's what he means. He says, when I am weak in myself, then I'm strong, because then the Lord is my strength. And he says, and my song. Lord, I need joy in my heart. I'm depressed. I'm down. I feel like I've got a cloud over my head. There's such sadness inside of me. There's such a a darkness. I just don't know how to get this gloom off of my back. It's like a monkey. Lord, I am your song. I fill it in. Your song. Lord, I receive you as my song so that you'll deliver me out of the darkness and you'll give me a song that I can sing from my heart and be happy. And he says, and has become my salvation. Lord, of course, when I was saved, you became my salvation. But in this particular problem, and in that particular problem, I need the salvation of God. You are my salvation. I receive you as my salvation. It says in Ephesians 2.14, For he is our peace, who hath made both one. He is our peace. He is our peace. Lord, great turmoil in my heart. Great turmoil in our heart, in my heart. Maybe sin. Sin will cause a turmoil in the heart. Lord, I come to you to cleanse my heart. Cleanse my heart. I look in Revelation where it says he loved his own. He washed them from their sins in his own blood. Lord, be the washer of my sins. I receive you now as the washer of my sins. And then, Lord, as it says here, for he is our peace. Lord, I fill it in. I am your peace. I receive you now as my peace. In 1 Corinthians 1.30 it says, But him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Lord, I need all these things. I need wisdom. I don't have wisdom. Lord, I need righteousness. When I look within myself and I say, I'm righteous? No, I'm not righteous. I can say with Isaiah, all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. It's not righteousness. I need the... I need the Adonai Tzikino. I need the Lord, our righteousness. Lord, 
I am your righteousness. I receive you as my righteousness. I am your wisdom, your sanctification, your redemption. All of these things that we are not, that he is, is all encompassed in that name, I am. You fill it in. Everything we need is in Jesus. Everything we need is in Jehovah Jesus. That's why he gives us this name, I am. And that's why it says in Colossians 2.10, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Ye are complete in him because he gave us this name, I am. He gave us this blank check so that we can be complete in the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we already said in John 14.6, when he said, do you need the way? Do you need the truth? Do you need the life? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Do you have a great need, a great hunger, a deep hole in your heart, a yearningness, a thirst that you just can't seem to quench inside? You try filling it with everything in life, from money to sexual pleasure or whatever, drugs, alcohol, and nothing satisfies the hunger keeps there, the thirst keeps there. He says in John 6, 35, Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. Fill that in. I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Do you need light? Do you need light in the darkness you see? Do you need light? Do you need understanding? Fill it in. I am your light. As he said in John 8, 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Do you need a door to heaven? A way to go in? When you look at heaven, is it like Bob Dylan's song, Knock, Knock, Knock on Heaven's Door? Is that what it's like? Do you just see a wall, like a wall around Jerusalem, with no door, no way in? And you have no idea, you can only see yourself on the outside and wishing that you were there. And you need a door? Fill it in. I am the door. As he said in John 10, 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Do you just need a guide? Do you need a leader? Do you need the kind of leader that will provide every need of your life, especially the payment for your sin that you could never pay with your own lostness in eternity, in hell. You could never pay for it with your own life. You need a shepherd? Fill it in. I am the good shepherd. As he said in John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Lord, I receive you as the I am the good shepherd. When you look at death, and you stand over a grave and you look at that hole and you realize that your loved one in the coffin is soon to be lowered in there and you take a shovel full of dirt along with the others and you pour it on there and you see that dirt fall onto a beautiful white casket and you say to yourself, it hurts, deep it hurts, I'll be there. Do you need a rescue from that? Do you need a resurrection from that death? Do you need life in the face of death as an ugly claw coming out of the ground 
saying, now that person next to you, fill it in. I am the resurrection and the life. Receive him as a resurrection and life. Just like he said in John eleven twenty five, 25, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Do you just need the strength continuing? Do you just need the nourishment for your hungry soul, continual nourishment flowing in through you? Do you need the flow? Do you need like the the nourishment for your soul to be like the blood that continually flows and nourishes your body? Do you need that nourishment, that nourishment from God for your soul? Fill it in. I am the vine. And receive him, as he said in John 15, 1. I am the true vine. My father is the husbandman. And do you need a ruler? Do you look at your life and you say, I've messed up my life. My life is a wreck. I have tried to guide my life and I've run my boat on the rocks. I've made a mess of it all. You need a king? Fill it in. I am your king. As he said in John 19, 21, when the chief priests actually were speaking, chief priests, the Jews, the Pilate, and they said to Pilate, write not the king of the Jews, but he said, I am king of the Jews. And the Lord Jesus Christ proudly wore that title over his cross, king of the Jews. So say, king of my life, I crown thee now. Thine shall the glory be. Say that to him. Receive him as the I am king of your life. Receive him as the king, your king. And as we've seen before in Psalm 18.2, the Lord is my rock, I am your rock. The Lord is my fortress, I am your fortress. The Lord is my deliverer, I am your deliverer. The Lord is my God, I am your God. I am your strength, I am your buckler or your shield. I am your salvation, I am your strong tower. All of that, fill it in, I am. And then receive him in that way for you. Exodus 15.26, do, do you need healing of your soul? Healing for your body? Exodus 15.6, I am the Lord who healeth thee. I am the Lord who healeth thee. Jeremiah 30.17, I will restore health unto thee. And then with the great, great chapter of Isaiah 53, how many I am's do we find in Isaiah 53? The one word says in 53.10, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, I need an offering for my sin. I need an offering for my sin. And God says, take that name, I am, and put in there an offering for your sin. And then receive him as the offering for your sin. That's what he meant when John said in John 1, 29, where it says, the next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. It calls us back to when Isaac said to his father in Genesis 22, Father, here's the wood. Where's the lamb? Where's the lamb? And it reverberated until finally John answers, Behold the lamb. Where's the lamb, Father Abraham? John, behold the lamb, the lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. Do you need a lamb of God? You need God's lamb to take away your sin. Fill it in. 
I am the Lamb of God to take away your sin. Receive him then as your Lamb of God to take away the sin, your sin. Because it says in 1 John 2, 2, he's the propitiation for our sins. He's the, he is the sacrifice that makes the calm. He's the sacrifice that satisfies the demands, propitiation. He's the sacrifice that says to all of our sins, enough, paid for. He is. You need that? You need the full satisfaction for your sins? Fill it in. I am the full satisfaction for your sins. Receive him as the propitiation, the full satisfaction for your sins. You need a justifier? You see how wrong you are? You see how unjust you are? It says in Isaiah 53, 11, he shall see of the travail of his soul shall be satisfied by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. It's exactly what Paul meant when he said in Romans 4, 5, but unto him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. His faith is counted for righteousness. Justifieth the ungodly. So shall my righteous servant justify many. You need a justifier? Fill it in. I am the righteous servant that justifies you. I am he that justifies you, the ungodly. Receive him then as the justifier of my ungodliness, as the righteous servant who justified me, the unrighteous one. Life with all of its challenges? You need a lawyer in heaven? You need an advocate with the Father? You need a person to constantly intercede for you, constantly represent you, constantly carry you in his best interest, in your best interest, before the Father for continual help. You need that? Isaiah 53, 12, it says, He poured out his soul unto death. He was numbered with the transgressors. He bore the sin of many, and he made intercession for the transgressors. You need someone to make intercession for you, a transgressor? It says in Hebrews 7.25, Wherefore he is able to also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. You need someone to ever live to make intercession for you? because you're constantly in trouble, you're constantly needing that, fill it in. Fill in. I am. You're the transgressor. I am your intercessor. You are the one who constantly needs help. I am the intercessor who ever lives to make intercession for you. Fill it in. I am. Then receive him. That way, he is that for you. See, combining these names together, this is what God was teaching Moses. This is what God is teaching us. This is what God wants the Jewish people to understand. This is what God wants us to understand. The combination of these two names basically said, everything we need is in Jehovah Jesus, and everything is in Jehovah Jesus when it says, I am that I am, and the second name of I am, or God who is there for each of our needs. I am that I am. He is the eternal one. And this was really summed up, this combination of these two names, when Moses told the Jewish people in Deuteronomy 33, 27, he said these words, The eternal God is thy refuge. 
and underneath are the everlasting arms. The eternal God, that's his name, I am that I am, is thy refuge, that's his name, I am, where we will need him for each of the needs of our lives, he is the I am. And who is this say I am? He's the eternal God. He's the I am that I am. The eternal God is thy refuge. See, there was a very interesting passage that happened in Luke 18 where there was a blind man. And it says here in Luke 18, 39, 42, a blind man comes to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says this, and they which went before rebuked him, that's the blind man, And he should hold his peace, but he cried so much the more, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he was come near, he asked him, saying, What wilt thou that I shall do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, and thy faith hath saved thee. What was happening here? This man was blind. Now, it was obvious to everybody he was blind, including himself. But he was calling on God. He was calling on God. How do we know that? Because he was saying, Lord. He called him Lord. What was he calling him? I am that I am. Lord. But then the Lord said, that wasn't enough. Because then the Lord said to him, what do you want me to do to thee? What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? What do you want? What was he doing there? When he said that, he was saying to him, you learned that I am that I am. You called me Lord, but now you must learn The next name, I am. Tell me, what is it that you've put in that black check? I am what? What wilt thou that I should do unto you? Fill it in. And he says, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Write it. I am your sight restorer. I receive you now as my sight restorer. And then he said, all right now, your faith has saved you because you received me as your sight restorer. I am. See, he wants to teach us this. This is life. This is what life is. It's us learning to fill in the check and receive him. That's what faith is, to receive him as that. Because the Lord put it this way in Mark 2.17. When Jesus heard it, he saith unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. See what he's saying here? Unless you learn to fill in the I am and to receive me as that, then you don't need me. Because Only the sick have need of a physician. And if you don't know that you're sick in your soul, then you don't need me. I can't help you. But if you know you're sick in your soul, then you know that you're a sinner. You know that you're not righteous, but you're a sinner that's come to repentance. Then you'll fill out that I am and you'll receive me for that. And then you'll have, and you won't be in the state that James talks about when he says, you have not because you ask not. You have not because you haven't filled out the I am and received him as that I am. And when you do that, when you get in this life habit, when we get in this life habit of filling out the I am and receiving him as the I am for that need, then we learn the secret that as he said in Luke 18.1, he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. See, these two names, I am that I am, and I am, comes down to this. Jehovah Jesus, as I am that I am, is the eternal one. Jehovah Jesus, as I am, is all that we need for every specific need in our lives. All we need is in Jesus, and everything is in Jesus. That's what this means. The Lord's name of I am, it's a call to us to exercise faith. 
as the I am, we exercise our faith to see him as the continuously I am what we need for each specific need that we have. As the I am, we exercise faith to receive him continuously as the answer to the specific needs of our lives. It's a call to us, and the call to us of I am is to see him, to receive him, to pray to him. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for these two great names that you gave us, Lord. I am that I am, and I am. Help us, Lord, to put this into practice in our lives, to realize, Jehovah Jesus, you are the eternal one. You had no end. You had no beginning. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Help us, Lord Jesus, to see you as everything in you and all we need in you as the great I am. Thank you for hearing us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Now, today's message and previous messages are available for free listening and free download at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go to our other website, israelrestoration.org. That's israelrestoration.org. We have lots of free materials, teachings, messages, and videos that you can read, watch, or download all for free. And we also have on both of our websites an online bookstore of all of Tom Cantor's materials. Now, you can also contact Tom Cantor by sending him an email. His email address is tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. That's Tom and then Cantor, C-A-N-T-O-R, Tom Cantor at friendshipwithgod.org. Now, you can also fill out the online form at friendshipwithgod.org to have that free gift from Tom Cantor and Israel Restoration Ministry sent directly to you or to your Jewish friend and have Tom Cantor pray for them. Or call us today at 1-800-247-3051, one 800 247 3051. Join us again next week.